Gentlemen, welcome back to The Truth. I'm your host, the one you love the most, Niall Hessen, back with another episode here on The Truth, back with another Bachelorette podcast. I hope you guys are as excited for this podcast as I am. If you guys are new to my Bachelorette podcast, well, you're not the only ones that are new. The first time I did one of these shows was last week. Had great feedback from it. It was nice to kind of change pace and talking about sports to talking about The Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise, Golden Bachelor, all that stuff. It's a new series that I'm really trying to get going on my, uh, not my YouTube channel, my podcast to just kind of, you know, reach more people and, and peaks some different interests. I love The Bachelor, Bachelorette. I think it's a great series. Even though it's fake, we all know it's fake, it's still really fun to watch. So anyways, guys, I know I, st- I didn't start the uh, episode, or the first episode, I should say, of the series with the first episode. I only started it at Hometowns. But moving forward, you now I'd like to get every episode a recap, and that's the plan moving forward. Anyways, guys, we have three episodes remaining. We had today's episode, which was the Fantasy Suites. For those that don't know, they are the final three guys. They each get potentially an overnight date, another date, obviously, and then an overnight date where they do some uh, mommy and daddy type business. So that's the Fantasy Suites. Next week, we have the Men Tell All. And then the final week, we have, I guess, the final episode. At least I think it's the final episode where Charity d- decides between the final two men and goes from there. Hometown recap, if you guys did not, were not mistaken, she did give a rose to Dottam, she gave a rose to, what's the guy's name, well, Xavier, and then Joey, gave those three roses, did not give a rose to Aaron B, Aaron B goes home, and I give you guys a spoiler at the end of the episode, I said that Aaron B does come back and try to fight for Charity's love once again, if you guys did not see that spoiler, well, now you know, and so now that she's down to her final three guys, they are ending the series in Fiji. If you guys do not know The Bachelorette, they typically go all over the world. They start at The Bachelor Mansion, and they go to different places, and this year they ended it in Fiji, and I loved it. First fantasy suite date was Xavier. They had tribal dancers to start. They were on one of the private 300-and-something islands that Fiji has to offer. It was kind of cool to see, um, and then they did a dance of itself. They carried Char- uh, Charity on a chariot. They had her in like a chair carried by the tribe men and women, and they uh, put Xavier, uh, got him into the same fit as the guys typically were. Man, when they put oil on that dude's body, I about turned gay too. I'm not going to lie. He looked phenomenal with the oil body. And yeah, the chari- chariot entrance for charity was was, was quite, quite cool to say the least. And we thought this date was going well. You know, we really did. Xavier was one of those guys that never really got a chance from the get-go, even though he's in the final three because charity compared him a lot to his ex, which we'll definitely talk about in a little bit later. But anyways, Xavier really opened up, especially these past couple of episodes, and I think Charity was finally kind of getting to make a move, and if she did remind him, if he did remind her of her ex, well, obviously you have that connection, so maybe some would say that he has an advantage for that. Anyways, after the day date, they cut to the scene of Aaron B. basically packing up his stuff and getting ready to go to the airport. It was honestly quite weird. I I know that, like, the Aaron B. scene's at the end, but the fact that they cut to the scene of Aaron B. packing and ready to go and then proceeded to have Xavier's dinner date and then they had joey and dottoms as well it was just very weird but they uh had that nice little edit for uh, him to get his pack uh, his bags packed and get ready to board the plane the dinner was quite weird i'm gonna be honest between xavier and charity xavier tells charity that he was unfaithful and cheated on his ex i love the honesty i really do I thought it was an interesting time and place. I feel like this is a conversation that could have been had sooner, especially since Charity had said that, you know, she was basically cheated on for her previous relationship lasting six years on and off. And so you obviously know the impact that cheating on a relationship has on Charity as a whole. It made the 
conversation very uncomfortable for not only Charity and Xavier, but for me and probably many other Bachelor Nation fans around the country because it's just awkward. I mean, she's talking about the fact that she was cheated on and now Xavier's talking about how he did cheat on Charity, but I'm glad he at least opened up the honesty portion of it. That goes a long ways, but just was a little bit interesting. She obviously didn't take it well. Obviously, she has some very deep connections here, and being cheated on, that's something that, you know, is something that's not great, obviously, and something that she was worried about. And so she did not take it well. She had to take some time to herself, came back. She just seemed agitated. Seemed like she had OCD or anxiety and very fidgety, and it was just very tough to see, very uncomfortable to see. And she compared him to his ex. And it comes full circle from when she compared him to his ex, uh, or her ex, the first date they had, the first individual date, when that's where he thought she thought maybe it was a lust factor and maybe it wasn't a genuine love connection because that's what happened similarly. And now we, it makes sense why she had compared him to the, her ex. But obviously we knew once this was happening that this wasn't going to go well. He said his mind was not fully in it. He needs to see more. And then Charity talked about the fact that if she, if he really needs to see more from her as far as being in a bedroom, then maybe they're not compatible. I don't know if that's what he was referring to. I think context clues can align with that fact, but I wouldn't necessarily throw those accusations out there just yet. And at the end of it, they didn't. He didn't. Actually, she sent him home. They didn't accept the fantasy suite. Sent him home. You know, he. She basically had asked him will you be faithful to me? And he just could not give a definite answer, which was very weird. I don't think it was necessary that he couldn't be faithful to her. I think it was the fact that he wasn't faithful in the past and he was scared of doing something like that again and wasn't necessarily ready to settle down. But I think a lot of people would agree with me, unless they watch spoilers, that they were not expecting Xavier to go home. Xavier goes home, she sends him home. It was just very awkward, a very weird goodbye, and it was nice to get that day out of the way. Because that date took longer than expected, and it was just really weird. But Xavier was gone, so from the get-go, he was gone, and we're already down to two, and we haven't seen their fantasy suite days yet. So the next fantasy suite is my boy Joey. This is the next day, right? So Charity's obviously not in the best of moods. Sending Xavier home was very hard. She had obviously established a deep connection with Xavier. Although she had compared him to her ex in the past, she had obviously still had a deep connection. And it was something that she wanted to pursue. So seeing Xavier go home was obviously extremely disappointing and something that would want to be fixed maybe after a couple days but immediately the next day she has to go on a one-on-one -on -one date with joey and from the get-go i've loved joey joey's been completely honest he's been transparent he's been a good guy just no drama nothing like that and he's just been great the only thing that was kind of wrong with joey was the fact that the hometown date between joey and charity didn't go as well as anticipated uncle joe did have some concerns and she had kind of had some concerns seeming like from everybody in the family which is a bit interesting to say the least but she ended up giving him a rose and they had a great one-on-one -on -one date starting off with an atv ride I loved it, honestly. It was kind of awkward at first when they put him down in like the middle of nowhere, and she didn't come up, and that's when I started to think, maybe she's not even going to go on this date after all because of what happened yesterday. Now comes Charity in the ATV in her bathing suit or bikini, I guess you could say, as obviously they were going through mud and they were going to get wet, and a different kind of wet as well. Um, but yeah, so they picked, he, she picked him up, and they went on a little ATV ride, and it didn't last very long because the ATV got stuck and broken, and she kind of started panicking joey was just kind of on looking like not like in a bad way but just kind of like trying to figure out what was going on just realized that she was panicking and did the most appropriate and best thing a man should do in that situation calmed her down asked basically if he would if he could try it and get it out of it and at least put it out of her hands 
ended up not working so the ATV breaks down and they instead decide to figure out something else to do on their day day and they end up taking a walk in the nature which was actually probably better than the ATV ride itself just beautiful looking at all the trees the landscape and the beautiful nature that the Fijian islands did offer for that matter they end up going through a little bit of a nature walk it was pretty cool they sit down on a rock next to a water well and they talk about the hometown day and they talk about not necessarily insecurities but inconsistencies between i guess a hometown date that maybe joey experienced and maybe what they were expecting to experience and it was a really truthful and honest conversation and joey basically had mentioned the fact that they're protective of me and and that's fair especially with how fast this process does go and so it was obviously an, an interesting talk but it was a good productive talk and at the end of the talk they end up kissing at the water well this is like out of straight out of a movie i mean they're in the water you can see the waterfall flying behind they're just kissing they didn't want to they didn't want to stop kissing so good for them there um, and that was the end of the day date there they then went on to dinner and dinner was again the same kind of mellow joey a good mellow joey though not necessarily too boring but not too energetic just stays the temperature the entire time dinner went really well they talked again about uh, hometowns joey talked about the fact that he was scared of basically not being accepted for who he is or feeling that there was a personified figure that he had to follow and have to have success or something of that nature and it really opened up to charity and it was something that he was kind of scared of to get in a relationship with charity but it was portrayed and received to the point where it's okay to feel these insecurities right and it was a good conversation charity felt good and at the end of it he said i love you and if you guys watched the last hometown episode when he was sitting there waiting for a rose potentially he had said the fact that he was in love with her but didn't tell her Look, this is something I'll never understand. I'll never understand necessarily the process of the bachelor and bachelor to begin with. But if you're in love with somebody, especially a, a girl that's dating 30 dudes, especially right before a rose ceremony, you think you'd want to tell them that you're in love with them so they don't assume that you are or aren't and then maybe send you home even if you are in love. So very risky play, very great strategic play if you want to talk about that by kind of making him look like a hero. Um, but he definitely should have said I love you there. Maybe he wanted to wait for a magical fantasy sweet moment to say I love you, even though I think the hometown day would have been nice to say it as well. Nonetheless, he said I love you. He'd been waiting a minute to say that. And she said I love you back, which is a bit interesting because sometimes you see, I think you see more as of late, these bachelor and bachelorettes do say they love you to multiple people because at the end of the day, they do fall in love with a couple people and they end up being in love with a couple people. And that's just naturally going to happen. And he put me in a room with 30 girls even though I'm very happy with my girlfriend right now, eventually you'd probably fall in love with multiple people just because of the amount of time you spend with somebody. Very weird, completely understand. But this time when they read the fantasy suite card, they accepted the key to the fantasy suite. And it was nice because it was nice to see that. It's really rare, I guess you could say, that you don't see a fantasy suite occur. They end up going to a fantasy suite and uh, they cut the cameras. And then you can tell them by the way they waked up with the heels on the floor that they absolutely banged 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 maybe four times like peter and hannah b back in hannah brown season but definitely got their money's worth definitely a great night's sleep woke up next to each other it was like picture perfect it was like they're already together and, and meant to be so it was good to kind of see that connection there and, and have um i guess a good fantasy suite and really kind of set the mood and, and it was good for charity to be happy and be surrounded by i guess happiness from a very difficult situation that happened literally the day before final fantasy suite was Dotton. Honestly, Dotton has had an incredible journey. He was one of these guys that originally didn't make many noise, much noise. He didn't really say much. He just kind of kept to himself. But as the episodes got on, a lot of people got to see more and more of Dotton and everybody in America started falling in love with him. He was just a funny 
guy. And let's not forget, this dude is massive, okay? He is tall. His fingers are huge. He just literally towers over somebody. I meant to look up how tall he was, but he is very tall and very big. Well, not necessarily big. He's skinny, but big hands. Definitely could use some magic with his hands. That's all I'm going to leave it at there. Their date was a jet ski date, and I've always wanted to do one, like a jet ski, but a jet ski date would be fun. And Jotten had said, you know, he's kind of cringy as far as like, I would crash in these waves to look at charity all day long, or it was something like that, but it was, it was cute. But Charity took the lead role. She was the first jet ski. Dotton was behind her. It was just kind of a cool, elaborate day. And I love the idea of being in Fiji. I'm a Survivor fan. If you guys don't know what Survivor is, it's a reality show where 2018 castaways are left on an island, vote each other off, and a winner wins $1 million. The last like 20 some seasons, I'm pretty sure they've been in Fiji. And I just love the Fijian waters, the blue waters, the nature, everything about it. But all these dates surrounding the Fijian culture and just Fiji as itself was truly really fun and not necessarily inspirational to see, but really cool to see. It just gave good immaculate vibes, just like Dotton. His vibe is always immaculate. It was kind of funny too when they had gotten to the sandbar area, what was just a private sandbar area. Dotton had kind of admitted that he didn't necessarily watch the show, and so he didn't necessarily know what happened at the end of the show until like three, four weeks before that moment when he had asked somebody and he had told that uh, he had told him that it was actually an engagement they were laughing about it which i think is actually really good for multiple reasons one if he doesn't even know that an engagement's at the end of this and he hops on the show and ends up falling in love that's pretty cool because then you pretty much know he's there for the right reasons right a lot of these guys maybe get on the show want to get clout want to get fame this and that don't actually want to get married know that there's an engagement at this this poor guy didn't even know there was an engagement but then he had kind of, you know, realized that there was an engagement and said, you know what, this is something that I want to pursue. And he ended up, you know, working on it and trying to obviously get to the point where, you know, he, it is just charity at the end of this for him. They have a great dinner. Again, once again, another great dinner. He says that he loves her and she loves him back. So now Charity's in love with two men. Well, literally in love, has said they're in love with two men. And that's just led to a obviously sticky situation down the line. But Dotton's date was absolutely phenomenal. Honestly, Joey's date was phenomenal too. Xavier's date was good. It was just a dinner that was off. It felt like it was a 20 minute long conversation that just felt like it was going nowhere. Anyways, they go to the fantasy suite, and my man was getting some action in that fantasy suite. And again, they probably definitely banged waking up in the morning. And uh, that was the end of Dotton's date. It was very interesting, to say the least, but I'm very glad for Dotton, and I think it was something that was really cool to see for that matter. And finally, the last 10 minutes or so, we saw Aaron B. finally make his way back to Fiji. Aaron B. finally got off the plane. He tried going over kind of the front desk and figuring out where Charity lived. It almost seemed scripted. I thought this lady was going to be like, yeah, she's over there in room 405 or whatever it is. But matter of fact, she's like, we cannot share guest information. And so he had to go find Charity on his own. He finds Charity sitting on a bench with the production team. I don't know if they're just chilling by the pool or what. Obviously, there's some off days in the show, so they could have very well just been hanging poolside. Looked like she had a little bit of a drink going definitely surprised to see Aaron B. I think a lot of us were, for those that didn't know that he was going to be back, uh, because it was just obviously sent home the week before, but he, you know, if you guys didn't know too, she had kind of said that she was falling in love with him, and it just didn't necessarily feel right, that it almost felt forced that she had to send him home, which in landscape, it would have made more sense to send Xavier home and not Aaron B., but obviously didn't know the information at the time, which is part of the issue in the first place. But anyways, he comes back, he talks with her, kind of lets her catch her breath a little bit, and basically says everything that I just said. Reiterates the fact that 
you know, he's in love with her or falling in love with her and kind of seeing that either get some clarity that they're for sure done or know that there's that little bit that he came back for to make sure that it was completely closed off before she does find her husband, whether it's him or somebody else. She basically says she needs some time to think. By the previews, it looks like she at least gives him another chance, whether that's a fantasy suite or just a regular date, I'm not sure. If you guys do want a little bit of a spoiler, I'll give you one right here. Otherwise, I would pause the podcast and skip or just tune off for the night. But it was reported that Reality Steve did say that he did get a date but not a fantasy suite and she did not end up taking him back. So we'll have to see if that is in fact true. But the previews look phenomenal, including next week. Because next week is the men tell all. Brayden's back. Sean, the Barbie doll, is back. I mean, everybody's back. It's going to be fun to watch that. A lot of people digging at Brayden. It was kind of weird, too, because in the previews, Xavier had said that I think he was in love. And I didn't say I think. He's like, I loved her. Or I loved you or something like that. Made the thing 20 times more confusing. So that should be an intriguing episode. But we are getting towards the nitty-gritty of the season, so I hope you guys are excited. We also get to meet our Golden Bachelor. Golden Bachelor is, oh, I'm so excited for that. I can't wait to do, I can't wait to sit here. I migrated from fantasy football to football to baseball to Bachelorette Bachelor podcast. And now I'm going to be doing grandpas and grandma podcast. This is going to be awesome. Hopefully you guys are excited. I am going to be going up to college starting tomorrow. So I'm going to be busy basically for the most part um, getting stuff situated, which is why you guys have not seen Waking Up With The Truth for those that are subscribed. And the 32 teams in 32 days have been posting, but it's been a little bit of a, a worksome week for me to say the least. But anyways, I hope you guys did enjoy this podcast. I hope you guys continue to enjoy these podcasts. If you want to see more Bachelor Bachelorette podcasts, definitely let me know. I will say I woke up at four in the morning today to travel seven hours from visiting my girlfriend to being back home. So I'm very tired. I'm sorry I did not bring the normal energy that I typically do. But I hope you guys did enjoy your weekly Bachelorette review today. If you guys did, make sure you let me know. Make sure you follow The Truth on Twitter, The Truth as one, to stay up to date with the latest information regarding The Truth, including podcast dates, podcast uploads, and other important information of value. As always, make sure you subscribe as well to get exclusive content with betting information and everything else to get your day started and ready to go. Until next time, I'm your host, the one you love the most, Niall Hessen, signing out. Take care and good night.